Hello, everyone, and welcome to Show Hoppers. Today we are covering only Murders in the Building, Season 1, Episode 9, Double Time, and Season 1, Episode 10, Open and Shut. I am Mr. Sal, high school science teacher who loves only Murders in the Building. This is my second time watching through it, and I am recording with my co-host who is watching it for the first time. So this is all new to him, but he is the greatest podcaster in the history of podcasts, a giant amongst ants, the seer of series. He is Kurt. Hello, Kurt. Hi, everyone. I'm quite conflicted. (gasps) But in what way? (laughs) Cast. Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, I'm really confused because, as you know, Kurt, I have to guess your rating. You yes. have to guess mine as well, although I think mine will be a little easier to guess than yours because I suggested watching this series. Hmm. Okay. Double time. Well, penultimate episode, Mr. Sal. What, yes, how would this, I feel about this? This is the penultimate episode. There's only one after this, but by the end of this episode, it's reasonably clear who the murderer is. So <laughs> Reasonably uh, clear. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I mean, we don't have the, the hard evidence yet, but it's all but solved at this point and, and episode 10 is mostly resolving it. So I have this theory. I've had it for quite some time that there is no way you could have been a hundred percent satisfied with who the killer was. Uh, no matter who they had pinned it on, there's no way you would have been satisfied because either you would have been disappointed that you figured it out or disappointed that you didn't figure it out. Uh, <laughs> so so uh, I'm going to say, but I think you still really liked the episode. I think there's enough humor in it, and it's still fun enough that you still liked it. But I don't think you give this one a 10. I think you give this one a 9. Okay. Uh, I think you never really looked at Jan. Um, so you, 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 you liked uh, the angle that we went for in this episode. And... You didn't think she died like I did at the end of last episode. And you like the comedy. I think you gave this a 10. I think I think you were really excited for the next episode after watching this. Okay. And you are correct. You I are do also love this. Okay. <laughs> Was I right about the reasoning? No, no. I mean, <laughs> not quite. I I'm not I'm not at all upset. Actually, I'm kind of upset, Jane's the I'm, I'm mostly upset that I thought Jane died. Because oh, okay. it made me it made me look away from Jane. Now I don't uh... I don't think I would have put her the, the the only hang up i have with jane being the murderer is why did she bring them back on like why was she giving them correct information about like howard not being the the killer well wait a minute why was she or not not howard sorry sorry not 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 howard um about um, teddy yeah the demises like why teddy... well i so so i think that well a couple of things i think she either she knew that the demises were dirty enough to get them closer to her because they did have some culpability and some other stuff around Tim Kono. And if they start digging into that stuff, they might come around to her. Um, or she knew that they were, they would be proven innocent. Okay. You see what I'm saying? So if yeah. she knew that the Demises were going to be innocent, that it wasn't going to hold up, like she needed to pin it on someone who would hold up. But how would Howard hold up though? He wasn't outside during. Okay. The, the, yeah, the, there's not you know camera you know footage of it. Uh, what was the other problem that the 
the demises the, the, uh, yeah with the demises yeah outside when it happened i don't know what else um i, I think you're right though that I, there were two problems know. with it I, i'm i'm on a blank on the other one so oh yeah it, um why would well at least the survive why why poison uh winnie I don't know. I don't know if that's what you're thinking on. Like when they get exonerated. Oh, uh, he was poisoned. Oh, the fact that he was poisoned at all. Yeah. Right. Yes. Okay. So, so yeah. So I think she, she knew that that was going to be a problem. And I think she probably knowing that Tim had been poisoned because she poisoned him, knowing that he had been poisoned and knowing that Evelyn had been poisoned made Howard an easy scapegoat there. Because there was our there was a connection there. I mean, okay, um, I guess. Yeah, I so, mean, I, so, I, I I get that. I don't know so if I what, like that as much still though. All right. but so that's I get that's it. one that's one way. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now the other way to think about it, I She's think crazy. She she well, yes, I, actually, because uh, I mean, you saw the absolute glee in the next episode that she gets out of hearing Charles tell her exactly what she did and when he gets yeah. it right she like applauds and says yay you know like that, that, she, she loves it yeah that's my angle that i think i just yeah. she's just crazy and kind of likes being on the the teeter edge of getting caught which is fine i guess i mean it's i don't know how realistic this but i guess i shouldn't be looking at it like that but yeah it, it's fine but no i i still liked this episode it's just it's just not as yeah. good as some of the other episodes it's, it's still overall a good i don't i don't have um, any big complaints on it i am um, gotcha enjoyed it there okay cool yeah and i i love the episode i love i i love the whole bit with his stunt double oh yes <laughs> that so is actually uh, so what i put for my funniest part was saz in general which yeah, by the way saz, i kind of said yeah. we didn't see saz in the next episode at all which i know yeah, i was really hoping we see saz for the finale but um <laughs> I, I guess if you, uh i'll quickly say what my funniest scene was um mm-hmm. When Charles tells Jane, like, ah, oh, my stunt double says is coming. Oh, I hate it always comes by like for the award stuff. I'll, I'll try to I'll try to you know let him down easy or whatever. And then just looks so excited, you know, <laughs> giving off the clearly the wrong signals <laughs> to yeah. someone you're not interested in. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah. I love that. Yeah. I everything about says right. sauce and the fact that says stole his girlfriend yeah the that, that, sex seeds yeah. uh, yeah. the way mabel and oliver <laughs> interact with says yes. like, they like says more than they like charles yep i love watching says uh mirror charles like oh yeah push up the glasses <laughs> at the same time like I'm, yeah i know all your mannerisms <laughs> <laughs> they have like the same exact outfit on it's so yeah. great i love it uh, yeah so so says is great and, and but did you recognize Jan, jane lynch or no no okay yeah, i wasn't really expecting you to she's she's also very well known uh she was like the star of glee but glee is a little before your time uh and do you know of glee i know of glee okay yeah uh, so she was one of the stars of glee she also was in almost uh, and most of the christopher guest mockumentaries which you probably haven't seen like best in show and uh i think she's i don't think she's in waiting for guffman but she's in best in show she's in uh, mighty wind she's in um i think she's in for your consideration she's she's in a lot of his stuff anyway uh she's she's a very she was the host of the weakest link I don't know if you ever watched that game show. No, I, but, I'm not familiar with that one. 
all right. Well, anyway, she, she's she's very known and she's she's really cool. I love Jane Lynch, so uh, I was really excited to see her. And I'm, I I hope that they bring her back for season two because she's fantastic. I hope they do. Yeah, so yeah, it was very enjoyable. Yep. All right. Anyway, uh, I think yes, I agree that that was some of the funniest stuff. I think my favorite line in the episode is when when uh, Oliver sees Saz for the first time and says. Okay, I don't know what work you've had done, but it's too much. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I go, like they don't really look that much alike either. <laughs> it's also part of the comedy to me. Like they don't yeah, yeah. they don't look I mean they're dressed the same, but they don't really yeah. look similar, I would say. Well, they, they have they're similar in height. They have the, they gave her the same hair and you know the the, the outfit, obviously. Uh, but yes, if you look at, at their faces, they don't the faces don't look much alike. <laughs> Was well, part of the comedy to me. I don't think they look right. much alike. Right, right. But I, I mean, a stunt double. You're not usually using a stunt double for the face. You're using no, them for yeah. the the body the build, measurements. Yeah, yeah. So I, I also I I expected in this episode at some point that there would be like the the stereotypical like who's the real Charles like out of the two. No, <laughs> like yeah, right. I was really hoping for that. Like, which <laughs> Charles? That's the imposter. No. <laughs> And then something like that. That might have teetered over the edge of ridiculous. I I would have loved it actually. I still would have liked it though. I mean, I thought it was. I I would have liked it. Uh, I think. Yeah. yeah, Um. One of the uh, other very funny lines I felt was when they find they're they're looking through Tim Kono's sex toys. And, oh yes, and Oliver says exotic instruments. Someone young, look that up. Yes, yes, (laughs) that's very good. Uh, do you ever uh, feel like like that around people like me? Some, I mean, someone no, like you, do that. I mean, something <laughs> when someone asks a question that you could just look up, that kind of gets yeah. me sometimes. Or it's like, well, I mean, I'll look it up then. I mean, <laughs> yeah, just, just look that up. I guess I, yeah. Another one I thought was pretty good. Uh, Bunny telling whoever's murdering to stop murdering. Stop murdering. <laughs> that, that whole speech to everyone. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Oh, and, Yep. Sorry, one other thing I thought was really funny too was um when Mabel and Oliver are loving the fact that Saz is helping out in the case, kind of piecing together these glasses and all this other <laughs> stuff. Jan's like, you know, I tried to help and you guys sent me home to get stabbed. Like, <laughs> that, line was, that line was good. Yeah, yeah. Is it this episode or the next one where Oliver's like, oh yeah, your girlfriend, the, the, who, the one who did not get killed by the murderer. <laughs> Uh, I think it's I, I don't remember when the line was. I, I yeah, think it's this good. one, but I don't I don't yeah. think it'd be next one. Gotcha. Next one they reveal it. So no, I don't think it's the next one. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, well, what about what about your favorite scene? Let's see if I can say. I, I'm gonna guess. I mean, I know the whole Saz thing is your is your funniest stuff in the episode, but I, can, I don't know if you can pin that that down to a scene. Although you did mention when. You know, Charles is talking Saz down, and then when Saz shows up, he's all into it. But I think maybe you your favorite scene was the building meeting because you got to see all of those characters back in action. You know, in Dee Dee and Howard and Doctor Grover and all of them, and Bunny. So I, I'm going to go with the building meeting for you. Okay. Uh, what I will say is I, I I forgot what episode it was. I think was was it last uh, week when we both. Uh, one of the funniest scenes were our favorite scene, but we both ignored it in hopes that the other person would yes. not figure out our favorite scene. I, I, yeah. I don't think it was last week, but I, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's what, I, that's what I, I was wondering if you'd go that angle. Um, uh, for you, I think you went chalk. I think you said, 
when Charles goes to see Jan play uh, the bassoon. Yeah. I also said that. <laughs> so, oh, okay. I also with a chalk as well. I, I thought about that uh, public quote. Something that isn't really an irk because I still enjoyed the season, but I guess it was my expectation, I should be saying. And I, I, I guess I'm not... I mean, I, I wish it happened, but I'm not disappointed it didn't happen. And maybe in season two, we'll get it more. But I, I, I was thinking, like, especially when they were setting up with the first building meeting and we see, like, you know, we meet the therapist who now accepts crypto or Venmo, whatever, you know, it, it, these other characters that we don't really like Uma, we don't really meet too much. We, we didn't get to know them very well. Like, mm-hmm. we didn't really investigate them thoroughly. Right. Um, yeah. Which is fine. I mean, too many, you know, if you had too many characters and how the series they panned it out it probably wouldn't be as good or it'd be completely different mm-hmm. but I, I that's what i expected it's like no we'd, we'd go through all these characters yeah. and see more we didn't which is fine but yeah. just just what my expectation was but no yeah i went with you the final scene so i i still think there that may happen because there is a season two here that's what i'm saying and, yeah that's what i think yeah. could happen in season two we got more characters that we can go through i mean obviously we'll, i mean we'll yeah. talk about it a bit more next but yeah i don't think it's i don't think that ship has sailed necessarily right right okay all right so and yeah i i love the end sequence i i think the end sequence is really fantastic with the when they they make the connection about the bassoon cleaner and charles is talking to the guy next to him about his prodigy girlfriend you know the and, and you see and i i mean i'm sure that you've picked up on this i haven't made a big issue out of it because i didn't want to call too much attention to it but the concept of Jan hating being second has been really prevalent throughout the whole season. Yeah. Like, like she, it was actually one of the first things that they talk about on their first date. Yes. yes, yes. So, so when you see that chair come out and like, she looks like she is the first chair when you see the, the chair come out and now she's clearly like actually <laughs> placed second like uh, it, I, I thought that was a really cool touch um you know and then, and then the nosebleed on top of that also very cool um the, the, you're getting the, the interview with Ndidi uh at the same time you know overlaid with this i i do like this cutting back and forth obviously as well so yeah so uh, two things to know for the scene number one i since we'll probably like kind of you know go past it pretty quickly in the recap mm-hmm. i had thought my my like first thought was when uh the person charles is sitting next to goes mm-hmm. you know they're both talking about um their girlfriends or whatever yes and i went oh my god do they have the same girlfriend yeah that's what i was like oh is jane like and then, and then like they say like another name as the first but like, oh jane gave him a fake name oh my goodness is, <laughs> he's being played like a schoolboy fiddle oh no and then but no it's not that was not the case it, i right. mean she did lie to him but not not yes. not not as severely as i had thought number two i'm kind of curious to ask you as you know what your 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 feelings were how at some point in the series i was and i would argue the most confident I ever was in a killer was Jan. I, oh, I, I agree. Argue that. I, I, okay. I totally agree with you. Yeah. How did that make you feel that I not good. on Jan? Solely because, <laughs> solely not because there's any evidence I noticed, but solely because of the context of yeah, Howard. Nah, um, Cheryl seems to have a weak spot for her. I, I think uh, she'd be a, a good candidate. Nothing to do with anything she did. And it was, I mean, that was spot on too. Charles <laughs> is a weak spot for her. It's like, Oh man, she's got this. It's like if you knew if you knew anything about band instruments, you would have had this. 
Well, what makes you say that? Am I need a bassoon cleaner? Yeah, I mean, if, yeah, I mean, I, I, like a, a someone who's real who plays the bassoon. You know, that's the that, recording. It was probably ruined for them very early because it was like it, it, it was shown in yeah, the second episode. Yeah. And then she came in with a bassoon in the third episode. So if if there was a bassoonist watching the show, they knew right away. I'm upset about the Jay stuff. I mean, it, that was a very fair hint. I said oh, I should have yeah. analyzed the right. I should have analyzed. <laughs> I should have. It makes sense that. Ah, oh, man, that went under my nose. I. Yeah, when they show you handwriting, you should analyze it. Yeah, she's speedy like mcgee with being able to sneak that note so quickly oh i wonder when she, oh, just, man. <laughs> i said ah, oh, i wish I, I wish i actually got hard evidence on jan but whatever i mean I'll, I'll take it as like a somewhat half win and i probably made you sweat oh yeah that. forgetting that yeah I'll, yeah I'll and that. there is one more piece of, and i'm talking about non-psychological non-emotional or verbal evidence i'm talking about physical evidence yeah. that that it, not evidence but signs pointing to jan so the handwriting is yeah from earlier yeah the, the the bassoon cleaner is another. If you know what a bassoon is cleaned with, then you would have recognized that. Is the trash bag seen earlier? The trash? What? Uh, no. Um, no. But we know that Tim Kono uh, was getting on on the sixth floor. Oh, yeah. And she the, the first time that we see Jan, she's getting on the elevator on the sixth floor. Okay, so you know what floor so, she lives on. Okay. Yeah, so so you know the floor, you know the handwriting, you know the bassoon cleaner. So th- th- there, I, so that's why I say I think it's fair that it's Jan. You know, I, I think that they there's definitely misleads, obviously. Oh yeah, yeah. talk about that. Yeah, but that's but I think it's important in a murder mystery that it's just not all signs point to one person at all times. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You, know, you need to have other people have different motives. The, the mm-hmm. trick is like how I feel a good murder mystery, a good kind of puzzle in this way works is you you give a lot of evidence for a lot of people, but basically you give a start of evidence that exonerates each person, mm-hmm. right? And so that way this person's suspicious, but I know it can't be them because blank. I know it can't blah 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 blah, and then you kind of get down uh, to one, mm-hmm. and there you go. So I, that's that, that's why I think it's like a good sign of it. Yeah, you gotta you gotta have other suspects. Yeah, yeah, so. and I think they did honestly. I at that point. One of the first time I watched this, I was mostly on Oscar for for most of the for most of the nah, season. No, but, but all the arguments you made for Jan, you could make the same ones for Oscar, except no, you knew just, about his motives. Yeah, yeah, but nah. like Mabel I had just, a blind spot for Oscar. And, <laughs> yeah, but like, Oscar's they, they 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 were leaning into it too much though. No, no, yeah. no. Okay, Jan, you just you just get that feeling from Jan. I don't know how to explain it. I well, say you, you get it. I, yeah, <laughs> you just get the vibe. I don't know. Maybe it's a maybe I have a weird thing for Amy Ryan, which is very possible because I find her so charming and endearing. Like she I was charming so, and endearing. I know I, I, I don't doubt that at all. But I, I just I like I instantly fall in love with her no matter what she's doing. So <laughs> I maybe I have a blind spot for Amy Ryan. So it's too bad. Yeah, well, well <laughs> we got we got the murderer. Possibly. We'll see. I mean, I guess it's not technically nailed down, but no. Well, we should admit she did. If she didn't kill him, she she tried to do other stuff. So nonetheless. Oh no, she I mean, yeah, she's the murder Tim Cotto's murderer, absolutely. But yeah. I, I guess by the end of this episode, we don't know that. Yeah, but, yeah we don't know, you know. So. But but we can we're we're pretty well landed there. She's I was, at least yeah. lying to Charles. I, I was kind of like when I saw the ending of this episode, I was like, gosh, start it. It was Jan. I was like, ah, yeah. I wish I wish I hammered it down as my final prediction is Jan. But no. I know. Well, if she and if she hadn't gotten stabbed, 
you would have. Maybe I like I said I I because the one the one saving grace for Jane that that did like that was conflicted about is why did she kind of not dogpile on the demons and I I, I see what, what what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I still don't think it's a good plan to do. I think you know just go with the crowd, go with the flow. You're not going to be suspicious going with them, so just go with the flow. Um, mm-hmm. No need to be contrarian in that case. And I didn't know she was crazy yet, so right <laughs> yeah so I, that wasn't even in my head whether she's i think yeah. it was more she was crazy now or at least yeah. she liked it but yeah yeah, yeah. now that's a fair point you know so, I, there is there is one kind of dangling piece of uh distraction away from jan that probably will play a role in season two uh, have, have you did you catch it no i have not it, it was in the previous episode in episode eight what is it now? I mean, <laughs> oh, she she does come home to a note on her door that says, "I'm watching." Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> and there's Duh. nobody around to see it, so I, I I think we can assume that that is actually someone else. Uh, someone else. That, Perhaps that's the not text. The next episode. That. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, yes, it could. That it could be the, the text. The text sender from the next episode could be. Perhaps a super fan. That one super fan was smiling at the end of. Oh, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. Okay. So let's start running through the episode. Uh, First scene, we see uh, we get Jan's soliloquy about the bassoon, which probably should have been a a giveaway right there. We're in the penultimate episode. Yeah. I I went, no, well, now we're going to get Jan episode. Well, this makes me very suspicious. I mean, I was like, either she's now dead or. Yeah, like, right. And then we, you know, she's get well soon and stuff. So I'm like, oh, it might be Jan. Yep. Yeah. So I and I I do enjoy how they show the passage of time here. How they show mm. they show her coming home. Like it's 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 good. So good. anyway, Jan is okay and Charles is taking care of her, but he blames himself for not listening to her. And he plans to leave the podcast and put Jan first. Very important that, that Jan be first. She's the she's more important than the podcast. And you can see her start glowing at the idea of not being second to anything. So anyway, that again, that that theme has been here through the whole series. Um his Brazos stunt double, Zaz Pataki, pops by and it's Jane Lynch, which is exciting for me, but not so much for you. Anyway, the Oscar has uh, has sh- shaved and he is meeting with a lawyer to get his name cleared. Speaking of meetings, there is a building meeting to discuss, quote, this murder and podcast nonsense. Well, I'll, I'll, oh, yeah, wait, that, that's here again. Yeah. They get the, they get a note. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. Do you, how do you, uh, how do you feel about someone referring to podcast nonsense? Are you offended by that? Yeah, that's fair. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can, right. We say a lot of nonsense. Fair enough. We got to give them something. Yeah yes okay all right uh there and speaking of notices oliver gets one an eviction notice on his door yes you don't like to see that you know you hate to see that if you're oliver and if you're charles too i guess because he'll come to your room oh no he still ended up sleeping with mabel and oscar so well that's because charles kicked both yeah he did kick him out he broke up with them anyway all right so Saz is kind of a kick, according to Jan. And Charles' girlfriend, Cookie, it turns out, left him for Saz. I mean, who wouldn't? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Saz is so great. I, 
<laughs> I don't have a good answer for that. So I, I think I think you've you've made a solid point that I cannot rebut. So now Jan does not want him feeling second to anyone, and she brings it up again. So here's this the second place. There's got to be a name for this type of psychosis or, or, or uh, fear. Condition. Yeah, this, this I feel like it could be a phobia of some sort, kind of like second place. Yeah. will be. I mean, I'll, I made that up. I, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. So, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I made that up in case I thought that was real. I. It's, I well, anyway, yeah. Well, you, you get the point. Yeah, I would have said that. Penultophobia. Is, is, is that the name? No, that's, that's what I'm making. I'm making that up. But uh, that's, I, that might be uh, the oh, opposite. Uh, agoraphobia. Uh, agoraphobia is a, a more general. No, that's not it. Yeah, that's not it. Yeah. I, mean, it's, I guess. No, yeah, I just looked it up, and that's what came up. But I, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I, I think uh, penultophobia doesn't make a lot of sense because ultimate means like last. So. <laughs> Yeah, but penultimate. Anyway. Oh yeah, you're a second. Second to last. Runner up phobia. Anyway. So. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Mabel and Oscar uh, arrive, and then Oliver with his luggage, and all of them are shocked by Saz, and they all have their own unique but similar reactions to seeing Saz and, and mistaking Saz for Charles. Mm. Each of which are comedic. Yes. <clears throat> yes, very funny. Now Saz has some theories. Saz thinks that this murder was premeditated it was a crime of passion his lover the trash suicide notes written by the lover slash killer the trash cocktail glasses probably have poison on them wow that should be part of this <laughs> you're right and they leave jan with saz to go to the meeting Oh, did she kill Saz? <gasps> no, Saz is in the later. I mean, I, at least she doesn't saying, kill yes. Saz right now. Poisoned Saz. Saz, oh no. I hope not. I really want to see Saz again yeah, in the yeah. next season. Okay. <clears throat> Bunny and the rest of the tenants are not happy about the publicity of their, quote, murder building. Oliver, by the way, is selling officially licensed only murders in the building tie-dye hoodies which i love this about the uh, uh, about the scene <laughs> selling merch now yeah after he's talking about it with the fans beforehand so yeah. well not only that but i if it made it suddenly it made you question cool. that opening scene because yeah now you you know you knew that whoever was dead in front of mabel was wearing a tie-dye hoodie and up to this point that's only ever been oscar, oscar. Yeah. but now it can be anybody because he's selling this merchandise. Anyone can get that drip. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You dripping, Anyone Mr. Sal? I'm always dripping. Ah, good, good, good. I agree. <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad. All right. Charles says that they're stopping the podcast, but Bunny calls for a vote to evict them all. Now, interestingly, Howard defends them. Because it's because of them he discovered how Evelyn died. Evelyn died by the same poison as Tim Kono. But Bunny bullies him into a vote for eviction, saying that they'll start uh, looking into him a little uh, more and the, the odors emanating from his apartment. And so he quickly switches his vote. Uh, now, it should, I, I, I'd like to note here that Indeedy comes to, to Howard's defense here. Yeah. And so, you know, stop, stop bullying him and, and 
it doesn't seem like either Howard or Ndidi are all that into Bunny right now. No. So, okay. Just want to make that note right now. But she'll start the uh, process today, Bunny will, to evict all three of them. On the elevator, Charles breaks up with Splash 2 Oliver and Mean Mabel. And they arrive to find Saz changing Jan's bandage. He thinks she's cheating on him, which offends Jan. And she's going to stay at her place because she has a big solo tomorrow. Not a lot of pieces feature the bassoon, but the one she's playing tomorrow does. Charles wants to go to the concert, but that would make her too nervous knowing she's not at her best. In fact, Fair. she's second best. <laughs> why should you say that? Why should why'd you have to go and do that to her, Mr. Sal? Yeah, it's like I'm provoking her. Boy, look out. All right, Oliver is staying with Mabel because Charles has broken up with them. And Oscar goes to meet with the lawyer the next morning. Mabel and Oliver feel like they need to solve the case. That's the only way they get their apartments back. They get their lives back. They, they have to solve they. They have to solve the case. Mabel notices that the trash bag has blue handles, but all of Tim's trash bags had orange handles. So this is important. Uh, this is something that they've never noticed before. If they could just get into every apartment and check the trash bag handles, <laughs> they could rule out a lot of people. Yeah, 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 certainly. <laughs> uh, anyway, they decide they're going to interview Ndidi for info about a possible lover because Ndidi, after all, lives next door to Tim. If anyone knows, it would be her. Mm-hmm. Saz comes back to see Charles and kind of make amends. Uh, maybe not make amends, bury the hatchet. And she tells Charles that Cookie left her after 20 years and she talks him into going to the concert. And from this point forward, we've kind of already talked about all this, that Oliver and Mabel go and see Ndidi, find out that Tim had a loud female sex partner. Charles goes to the concert. Oliver and Mabel examine Tim's sex toys. They find exotic instruments written on one of them. Mabel looks it up. It's a bassoon cleaner. Charles sits next to the boyfriend of a prodigy. And we find out that Jan is actually second bassoonist. And we end on Jan noticing Charles as his nose bleeds. So shall we check the time, Kurt? Of course, Mr. Sal, we should check well, the time. And whoa, let's what, what? That's TV time. Oh, <laughs> oh, you're good. You're good. How does it surprise me every time, Mr. Sal? No, I'm not know. really sure. I'm really not. <laughs> I'll never know why. That's where I always check up on that every time. It shocks me. I mean, it's like peekaboo, but <laughs> just never expect it. Just never expect it. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, what do you think? What did the fans give this episode out of us on a scale? They gave it a five. five. They gave it a five. Mm hmm. And the, the people voted Mabel. You voted. Uh, who did you vote for? Um, you know, I haven't I haven't been telling you this because it would have been too much of a giveaway early. But there are only seven votable characters. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> which is absurd, and they need to fix that because you automatically have it narrowed down to, and one of them is Tim Kono. So you have it narrowed down to six characters. Just based on TV time, if you're using it. So, um, well, but I'll well, tell you who the characters are. I'll, I'll be honest right now. That kind of ruined what probably. Well, tell me who the characters are. Uh, okay. So, well, first of all, it was 87% voted uh, five for uh, for this episode. 
Yeah. But the characters are Charles, Mabel, and Oliver, uh, Oscar, Jan, and Tim, and Theo. And that is all. Yeah, my favorite character was Saz. Yeah, I figured it would be. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, fair enough. I'll go out. Let me... um... So knowing that it's Saz, I'm going to say that if you since you can't vote for Saz, I'll say you said Charles because Saz is Charles double. <laughs> okay. Um, man, who would you say? You definitely didn't say Mabel for this episode. I'll, I'll say you said Charles too. Why not? Charles for you. Okay. You are correct. I did say Charles. I also said Charles. Yep. And for for the reason I said, probably right. No, no, not for the reason he said. <laughs> Although I that that does reinforce it. <laughs> I didn't think of that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Charles, it was Charles for me, and of course the audience says Mabel, sixty-eight percent. Would you have said says if votable or no? Uh no, I probably still would have said Charles. Okay, good. I was gonna vote. I was gonna vote Charles for you regardless. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I would have still stuck with Charles. Yeah, I really liked. I really liked the breakup scene. I really liked the scene uh, in in the concert hall. Uh, but Saz, Mister Sal, I oh Saz is getting the case together, greeting yep. Charles, Mister yep. Steele. Your you know your girl. I guess Mister Steele. Your yeah, girl, but, Saz. but a lot of a lot of the humor about Saz comes from Charles. It does, like, but Saz is what makes it though. I mean, oh yeah, but like. She even doubled for my sex scenes. All, 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 all I'm saying is, you don't have Saz in there, you don't get that humor. Like that's, that's the, the spice you need. I guess you also need Charles, but Charles was already around. Saz is the yeah. spice. So. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, so isn't it a little a bit of BS here that TV Time only has these seven characters votable? Definitely, especially for a murder, like a mystery thing. I just, I know. I'm kind of shocked. Well, you know what? Actually, I'm not. I was gonna say, you know, what would be really cool if they had like a who done it. But for TV time, but you know what would happen oh, if they yeah. did that, though? Oh, people would go back and spoil it. Exactly. They'd be, they'd be <laughs> like, Jane, every time, like, Jane, 90%. Oh, I've just started this episode of the series, but episode one, everyone voted Jane. Who's Jane? I don't even know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I think, you know, they really ought to put more characters in because, I mean, this is this is obscene. Only seven here. Yeah, I mean, and it's not even that it, small of a series. I now I think it's because now I'm watching it. I keep getting advertisements about season two now coming out. Oh yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I think you at least got to have like Teddy and Howard. They they should definitely be votable characters. But anyway, hmm. all right. Have you seen a season two teaser yet? Uh, no, I've not seen any of the teasers or anything. I mean, I've been waiting. I guess maybe now would be a good time to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty exciting. <laughs> it's pretty funny. It's pretty exciting. So okay, all right. Well, I guess that that uh, we better talk about who done it. Although I don't think I really, I don't think there's too much ambiguity here. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll, I'll go over quickly with what I did. I, I I bunny possibly she tries to get rid of them really like hardcore. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point in the episode, Oscar does not go up with the trio when they decide to go up the elevator, which I found suspicious. Mm-hmm. He said, "Oh, I'll walk." Or so he said something else, but I was. I was kind of hmm, I was sus about that a little bit. Um, but then for Jan, I put Jan lives. <laughs> and then um and then I'll and then I'll like yo getting Jan as a character for this late of an episode is sus. And uh mm-hmm. then the and stuff obviously I just okay, well I yeah. think it's Jan. <laughs> but, yeah, right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, as yeah, as far as her living, I mean Oliver's had worse injuries shucking oysters. So, yeah, this is oh not yeah. That bad. Yeah, I forgot about that. You're fair. <laughs> yeah, very true. 
<laughs> All right, well, let's move on to the finale then. Open and shut. Okay. So I'm going to be bold here. Uh, I think bold. that you got, yeah, I, I think you got over the disappointment of the penultimate episode. Uh, and you really like the way that this wraps up. This is, I, this is like a much funnier episode than the penultimate episode, first of all. Uh, second of all, uh, I think that you, like, I think, like I said, I think you just, you moved past the idea that it was Jan and you thought she was dead and you didn't guess her and, and you just kind of were along for the ride and enjoying it. Uh, I think you like the, the end uh, with, which sets up season two. So yeah, I, I think you gave this one a 10. Okay. Um, Back on the 10 train. Well, then I, well, you recommended the series, so you gave it a 10. Yeah, it's so not fair. So <laughs> I'm, I'm looking for. I'm looking forward to being on on even footing season two. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't have the. I don't. Have the, I guess a way advantage. <laughs> but yeah, I I did give this a ten. I think this this episode is hysterical. This might be the funniest or second funniest episode of the season, and I love the way they tie things up. I I. I love Jan once she is found out. I think she's really fun character. Yeah, uh, she definitely is pretty so, funny. This is a funny yeah. episode. I yeah. yeah, they do a good job of blending. Like this is a series as a whole. This episode as well, yeah. especially too, but this series does a great job blending comedy and like drama. It's, yeah, it, it, I think it's because of the characters because the characters are really great. They are. It's <laughs> it's yeah. Like I I really and I I like the world. I mean now that we've really got acclimatized to them, like they could they could do a lot. It's, you know, yeah. I, you know, anyway, how I feel about the episode, I'll, before I tell you my rating, okay, I'll give you some of my gripes with this uh, finale. Um, uh, you're leading with the gripes. The, well, <laughs> because <laughs> the first scene we see is kind of misleading by quite a bit because it's nothing like it's nothing to do with the crime they're solving at hand, at least not mm-hmm. on the surface. I mean, maybe it does, but it's nothing to do with solving Tim Kono's murder. I feel like, right. Cause we literally wrap up well, like literally we wrap up everything with a bow, but then the last like five, six minutes is to, you know, basically get ready for season two, right? Add a cliffhanger, mm-hmm. um, add a little more mystery. And that's what they showed us in the beginning of you know, episode one. Like yes. really. And it also like the tie-dye misleadings kind mm-hmm. of I think a bit baity like to me because why is bunny wearing it i mean maybe we'll learn in season two but i mean somebody put it on her she's not buying what it's fair fair yeah i mean fair fair enough fair enough but so that's a bit baby to me but um whatever that's uh that's fine and uh, the the cliffhanger for them suddenly to go to jail and that's just all we see them going off to jail that might Mm -hmm. bother me had I not known season two is like right around the corner, so I don't really care. I'm fine with the cliffhanger. If, I, if, if, if this was the end of the season and they hadn't announced the season two yet, I would be like, well, really? Like, come on. I, I, really, uh, I mean, I, I don't know how I'd react, though. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I would oh, still take it fine. I don't know. All that being said, though, I still give it a 10. So I still, yeah, <laughs> I still right, did enjoy it. I still did enjoy it. Yeah, uh, good. I, I, I have a, because I, I, yeah, I don't mind too much with the cliffhanger ending. Basically, my only bother is that beginning scene is a bit baity. And mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's basically my um, my stuff. Was putting bunny in the. Oh, I'm okay with that. So, but so so I think I, I take your point. But I I also I like that throughout the the season, 
they've kind of given us some breadcrumbs about how it would end, you know, between Mabel with the dead body there and, uh, and Cinda Canning doing the podcast about them. Yes. Yes. She did. Do so that. yeah. Yeah. And we see Cinda Canning at the end here. So I like, this I, is why I, I thought Jane died by the way, because of Cinda Canning. Clearly. Oh yeah. Yeah. That. Because only, yeah. I got you. Yeah. So, so yeah. So I, I like that they've kind of sprinkled those breadcrumbs throughout and now we get to see that, you know, kind of come to fruition here. You know, I, I, I don't think, I don't know if they knew how popular this series would be, uh, but I think they had an idea that it would be. And, it looks like they, it, yeah. yeah. They played so, on the season two. It wasn't anything yeah. like that. They definitely played on the season two, which is fine, yeah. actually. Mm-hmm. I don't think that would have bothered me too much. It doesn't bother me right now. I, I just want, I'm basically, I'm arguing for a Kurt that doesn't exist. That never saw the series. That's, 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 <laughs> okay. That was basically what I did there. And to okay. scare you into thinking I might have given it below a 10, but no, I, I gave it a 10. <laughs> Okay, good. Fantastic. All right. And obviously I did as well. Uh, I, I think this whole episode is hysterical, but the funniest thing to me is. Oh, wait, <laughs> is this, I wonder if it's speech. Yeah, the yeah it's so good. <laughs> that is so good. It's, it's, like, this is what I mean by comedy drama. Like it's yeah. Charles, you know, kind of we, we get the you know, emotional thing of him, you know, yeah. his friends, he cares about them. He didn't mean to wake up with them, all this stuff. But it doesn't actually happen, but we can still see it. But like it is such a great like this is this is what I mean. Like the series does such a great job mixing with like a drama and comedy. It's, it's yeah, so yeah. I mean, really all like all the drugs Charles stuff is hysterical. That's what I was trying to put it, but yeah. Yeah, you know, rolling to the elevator and just oh, like and they're all like hate him. Yeah, no, yeah. they all hate him. Lesser too with them yeah. going. Oh, don't this happened don't to Sting? Tell. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Telling everyone. Yeah, I know. I love it. Yeah. So, so all the Charles poison stuff, and then like him in the stroller with the like goofy smile. It's like, it's it's really it's really good stuff. But but there's some other funny stuff too. Yeah, like, Jane's uh, really good. Like yeah, she, she's hitting um. I can't think of uh why can't I even think of why can't I think of the word from puns that you saying puns. Yeah. Oh I know. I will not be seeing you but sooner or yeah. later. It'll be like, a gas or something. Yeah, right. She's like she's like uh, uh it's like I, the I, office. Yeah, yeah, right. Yes. Literally like Holly. Like watching Holly, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it was like uh uh not a bond villain, but like a very cartoony villain. Definitely, thing, yeah, yeah. Really cool. Yeah. Yeah, so, with her being excited about kind of getting caught in. Yeah, it was that was that yeah, was I, I, Yeah, I enjoyed this, that a lot. Something I found funny, which I don't really know if it was intended to be funny, but I just I don't know, I just thought it was funny in my head was how when they're inside Jane's apartment, uh, Mabel and Oliver searching things. Mm-hmm. Mabel finds everything. It's always she finds the yeah. poison, the knife, <laughs> and the ring. So like I like I I don't know. I yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was funny that Mabel found everything. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yep. I love I love the label, the label maker yeah. labels like Jan's little toxins. Yeah, it's so good. Go on. Go, ahead. go on. No, please okay. insist. Uh you know, we weigh 125 yes. combined. Oh, thank you. It's the dips. Go, Mabel, go. Yeah. <laughs> go, Mabel. <laughs> and then actually at the very end as well, when um Cindy Canning uh oh, yeah. Like that's that's my line, and then like you know we, we get the end, and then she kind of you know goes like threatens her. Like, that, seriously though, I'll 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 destroy you. That's my line. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, I don't know if you got the reference or not, but I, I love 
this line. Uh, maybe that's why the adult doctors were all so mean to Doogie Howser. Did, did you? No, I don't know Doogie okay. Howser. Well, so, he lost so a you... golden globe to him. That's... Yeah, yes. I lost a golden globe to him once. I love that. So Doogie Howser was... Uh, so do you know Neil Patrick Harris? Yes. Okay. So Neil Patrick Harris played Doogie Howser. was like his breakout role. He was like 14. And he was supposed to be you know, a 14-year-old doctor. Yeah, so yeah, that was the it was a sitcom, a little bit of a drama too. But anyway, that that was the premise of the show. Fourteen year old doctor, uh, the adults were very mean to him, and so Jan is sympathizing with the adults now, Mm. which is kind of funny. But uh, and I another really, I thought a great kind of close the loop. Oh, knitting needle. No, no, uh, the uh, when Charles. (laughs) <laughs> finally gets his phone and says Siri I don't feel good oh, okay sick. playing Fields of Gold by Sting <laughs> so, so yeah but so there's a Sting song playing yeah. from like a whole bunch of the next scene it's great uh, yeah, I liked that Mabel got her kill with the knitting needles oh so you're, you're thinking Mabel did it well I mean well, didn't she say like she, she wanted needle? to yeah oh wow well, I, I thought she said that it was with her knitting needle. Oh, yeah, it is her knitting needle. Yeah. So, I, but I, I guess but I that's like, like that the, that's a, but that's the first thing we see of Mabel, though, other than the the open running, you know, her covered in blood, that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. When she's like doing her little New York soliloquy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I know. The, she talks about the, it. Yeah. She, she talks about waking up and stabbing somebody with the, the knitting. Yeah. And then Oscar as well. She, takes it out to maybe get him so yeah i like that loop closing i also liked him i mean it's not the elevator misses like that type of stuff's a bit contrived sometimes to me when you do like oh they just barely miss each other but they do it so much it's just like the i was just trying to do a comedy of it like everyone's going to the elevator and missing each other (laughs) yep over and over again so they they really lead into that that was good yeah so anyway yeah yeah, it was was a very funny episode yeah lots of fun okay one one last thing i'll say is Somehow Oliver just knows how to operate the basement ventilation. <laughs> like just like put that thing over there, and that'll fix. Like he just he just knows it, but he doesn't know any terminology or anything. He just somehow knows it. So there, that was good too. Yeah, yeah, it is. All right. Well, let's. What about our favorite scenes here? So I originally said the elevator madness would be your favorite scene, but now I'm not so sure if if uh, if that's I, I it might just be the whole basement i, I think it's the basement for you so we're talking like uh from the time that charles and oliver i'm sorry from the time that jan shows up in the basement that from, from there forward okay yeah. uh i think yours is charles and jan speaking before charles poison kicks in Gotcha. And you are correct. Uh, yeah, that's what just, I said as well. So oh, okay. All right. <laughs> it was like the same. So we, we agree on the same scenes for the most part. I don't know why you're not just picking your own scene. <laughs> I because I don't want to give it away. Well, well, I guess it anyway. Yeah, so. Thank goodness I go second. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's 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 my favorite scene. I, I really enjoy seeing the glee that she takes and hearing Charles put it all together. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's sad. Yeah. It, exactly i mean spot on mm-hmm. and charles putting it together is cool and they even mm-hmm. like they kind of hint to us that he's put it together right when she's coming like he, he opens up the like trash can looks at the the tie a bit and then yep. like the, and then looks at the note that she left him that one time and yep and he thinks back to her playing the bassoon and stuff and so yep. they, 
yeah it was, it was just yeah it was really good yeah he even mistrusts her enough to not drink the drink that she made for yeah. him and, yeah so yeah almost there but she, yeah, I mean, that was funny too said. that was also funny too she does a different yeah. poison she's not that type yeah. of gal <laughs> yeah uh that's good stuff all right well let's run through the the scenes here tim tells us about the loneliness he felt after the last heart after he lost his hardy boys and how he found comfort with jan i loved this uh tim kono intro by the way this was actually Uh one of this was a one scene i did put as a possible favorite scene i I really like the uh this is the start of it i know it got me hyped up for this oh yeah look at this tim kono yes you know it's interesting because that whole like i uh, in 12 minutes i'll be dead like that little bit that where he says like, looking at the camera is in the trailer for the series oh, okay so it's, you know it's from the finale so that's pretty cool actually but anyway uh it's, it's good stuff oliver and mabel race to warn charles uh they try to convince him when he returns but he wants none of it and since Jan is still at the symphony, they decide to search her apartment. Wise. Yeah, not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. Turned out okay. Jan tries to smooth things over with uh, at intermission with Charles, uh, and he allows her in for a drink. Now, Mabel, having learned how to pick locks from Charles, picks her way into Jan's place. And didn't Oliver say you made me do something? I don't remember. Anyway. Oliver was annoyed that she knew how to pick locks because he had had to do something prior. But I don't remember what he had to do. Anyhow, I, okay. I don't know either. Maybe, maybe yeah. when um he got locked out of his place. No, that just happened. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Anyway, all right. So uh, Jan makes Charles a drink and an ice pack, and they tell each other that they're falling in love with each other. Oh. Poor Charles. I do feel bad for Charles, by the way. He's just like pretty, pretty crushing. But Oliver and Mabel recall a hiding place from another murder, uh, murder podcast, uh, and uh, the, where the the murderer hid stuff. I thought they said in the toilet, but maybe I'm wrong about that. Anyway, they get some hints from other podcasts that they've listened to. I, I actually want to note. I noticed how Charles was like sipping his drink like oh yeah i was like i was like oh is he drinking that oh, so the second, second jan brought up those two drinks i was like okay jan is totally the murderer this is like <laughs> right. i think like, she's totally the murderer yes yes exactly yeah charles would love jan even if she did kill tim kono hating <laughs> it out let's go and he's hoping i guess he's hoping that she doesn't kill him because he says that uh right before he tells her that he knows that his drink is poisoned and that she did it and she finally admits it and feels so relieved now she can just let loose and have fun and talk about it with this guy that she you know, is falling in love with so yeah, she, she tells him to drink more which is whatever but also it's funny that she wants to let loose here but she still does lie oh yeah so i'm intrigued yeah as yeah. if she lied about anything else but i mean i don't know if she did like everything but anyway yeah not worthy. All right, Oliver and Mabel find Jan's little toxins. Tim, it turns out, came to see Jan two days before he broke up with her, the day he died. She had a recording. You mean, plan. Wait, you mean two days after? Two days after he broke up with her. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which the day he died was two days after he had broken up with her. Yes. Yes. 
Okay. Sorry. Yes. So she had a recording playing during the murder. Pretty convenient alibi. Everybody thought she was playing the bassoon. So good. Oh yeah. Charles tries to sell to uh, tell her about the J's and the notes. And that's when he kind of starts collapsing. She poisoned the ice pack and she stabbed herself. Can, can I, um, I, I, I might go back and listen to it, but you probably, I mean, you probably picked up on it. If it is the case, can you tell the bassoons like a recording? You know what? I did not Okay. go back and say, I don't remember. I didn't listen. I might compare it then. Okay. Let me make note of that. But anyway, yeah. Continue. On. Yeah. Okay. So uh, just as she tells Charles that she stabbed herself, Oliver and Mabel find the knife. Now, Jan explains things to Charles. She thought the emerald ring was for another woman. She loves the feeling of being number one when someone begs for their life. So uh, I think this is an indicator that Jan is like a serial killer. Like she's. Yeah. Because she, she <laughs> says something about like, yeah, she, she, she gets a thrill from it. It's a tonic. That's what she calls it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's got you know Jan's little toxin. She said, "Yeah, I I, I wanted to use a different poison. Um, just that kind of girl, like <laughs> like that." I, it's just a poison was, pill. What are we saying? She's like a poison like box. Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, she she's she's a serial killer. Like it, it's really interesting. I wonder if we'll learn any more about her past in season two. She is in the trailer, by the way. Yeah, I, well, I'm hoping they'll have her. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I don't want to lose her. I really, really like her. So I'm really hoping, you know, not as a killer, obviously, but like, you know, I, I like Amy Ryan. I like, I like a killer. Character. I like the character of Jan. So anyway, um, yeah, so there you have it. Oliver and Mabel find the ring and Jan talks about how she's going to have to take out lots of witnesses, especially Oliver and Mabel. So she's going to use the fireplaces. It'll be a gas. <laughs> She says goodbye to Charles with a kiss and a pun. Charles musters enough strength after she leaves to stop the recording he had going the whole time. Oh, clever Charles. Yes, he pieced it together. (laughs) Oliver and Mabel just missed Jan returning, and Charles makes his way to the elevator. (laughs) Kind of really funny with the legs up in the air, rolling around. It's, It's I love it. Yeah, everyone just hates him in the elevator. Yep, Charles, everybody that fills up, you know, and Lester sends him back up to his floor, a la Sting. <laughs> and Oliver and Mabel finally catch up with Charles, and they hear the recording, and Arnav tells them about the fumes. So, to the basement. They are able to stop the gas somehow. Jan pulls a gun on them. Charles delivers this really touching... <laughs> it's so I good. mean, it's like, you know, I... I, I was I, they brought out parts of me I didn't know existed? They made me feel alive. They take me, leave them alone. It's <laughs> <laughs> so great. Uh, Oliver pu- pushes Charles into Jan, and Mabel gets the gun and punches her with the ring. And they have done it. Jan gets put into the back of a police car, Charles gets put into the back of an ambulance. And Bunny tells Oliver and Mabel that their tendencies are reinstated. Let's go, Arconia. <laughs> you're ours. Exactly. Now, this must be uh, it's not probably the next day. It's probably you know, a few days later. Anyway, Willie drops off Winnie and he and Oliver have a big healing hug of a moment. 
It reminded me of a Holy Wayne hug from the leftovers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Those hugs. Magical. Maybe. Yes, indeed. Indeed. So we get our three characters here kind of finding peace and resolution to their own personal stories. We get, you know, Oliver kind of reconciling with Wayne here. Or not Wayne. Willie. Well, yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so uh, Oliver reconciling with him. Uh, Mabel and Oscar are okay as they admire her painted portraits of the tenants of Deaconia. And Charles even texts Lucy. Yeah, and gets a response. It is, yeah. So this is all, you know, nice, sweet wrap up, peace finding moments for our characters, which is great. Finale. Actually, not quite. Yeah. Just got to wrap up the podcast. But then that's Finn, right. Right there. End it there. Yes. Yes. So three strangers will emb- are willing to embrace their own messes and realize that we are all connected. And that's the uh, end of the podcast. They're very uh, ecstatic about it all. They toast on the roof. Mabel feels like there are still a few loose ends, though. But they've run out of champagne. So Mabel goes to get more. And then Oliver and Charles start noticing the the sirens getting louder and louder. Did you notice the sirens getting louder before they said something? Yeah. Okay. All right. I I, I was already thinking about the... because Okay. So once they captured Jane and went... Wait a second, actually. What happened in that first scene? Because I had just, you know, <laughs> going into these two episodes, I looked back through the episodes to see if I could get a bit more evidence on some people and whatnot. So I was like, yeah, what about that first scene? Like, when does when does that happen? How is that gonna happen? Mm-hmm. And I heard the sirens, I'm like, oh, okay. So here's something with that. Right, right. Okay, so we're back in that first scene. They get this text uh from a number that they don't recognize saying, get out of the building now. They race down the stairs to find Mabel. Mabel has, you know, is hovering over a dead body, and it is Bunny who's dead via Mabel's knitting knife. Not knitting knife, knitting needle. Yeah, well, kind <laughs> of a knife in this context. <laughs> yes, I guess so. And the three of them get arrested, and thus starts Poppy or Cinda's only murderers in the building. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to try to speculate too much as to what happened here. It looks like it was some sort of framing, though, just based on um, the cops coming right as it, like, it looks like that's what I think it is. But I, yeah. I'm, oh, yeah. So I, I have I have a theory, but we'll, we'll talk about that when we get into the whodunit section, because now I get to play, too. <laughs> <laughs> so excited. I am a little bit excited, although I, I generally like to just let murder mysteries come to me rather than trying to because I know. Uh, there's no winning because if you guess it you're disappointed and it was just like oh that was too easy and if you don't guess it you're disappointed in yourself so or or you blame them for making it impossible what you do is is you just throw like a scatter shot and then you just like back to oh but i did at one point that goes that person (laughs) yes exactly exactly yeah so at any rate i i think this is great uh i'm very comfortable giving this 10 out of 10 Love it. I'm very excited about season two. So yeah. Yeah, me too. But, it's a really good series. But yeah, wait, Mr. Sal. But but it is that time of podcast again. What what could it po- oh my goodness, it's TV time. I think how does it always shock me every time? I'm really not I'll sure. Never I'll never know, Mr. Sal. The world okay, may never well, know. Well, it, <laughs> that's true. The world may never know, but I know that it's TV time. So Scale from one to five. What do you think the audience gave this episode? Five. Yeah, ninety-one percent. That's a good series. That is a good series. I'm loving it. Okay, so 
favorite character for for me and for the audience i'll take a guess at you i'm gonna say you said hold mm. on now oh man are the possible options still the same all the same yep so okay, i'm okay. I, i'm gonna I'm ha- i haven't narrowed down to it's either it's either charles or jan who's it gonna be i'm gonna say that you said jan you said charles the people said mabel you're right about us i said charles the people said mabel you were wrong i also said charles uh okay that big speech is pretty darn good big it was <laughs> it was really good <laughs> I, I, the reason i gave it to charles was because he pieced it together first right with the actual like evidence that we could have used right so he pieced it together mm-hmm. which is nice it was a nice scene with him and jan um and yeah that speech i mean I, so i just think charles is the best character jan is probably second though i mean jan's really good and mabel of course wins because selena gomez <laughs> right she's she had 57 percent in this episode charles was second with 35 percent. the thing about it too is is mabel's probably my least favorite of the trio no nah. so <laughs> isn't I, that funny like when this started she was the only one you knew mm-hmm. and oliver was a bit annoying yeah yeah and oliver was annoying yeah isn't that yeah. interesting it's, isn't that funny how you had people growing in and whatnot? Yeah. 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 So cool. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a let's take a stab with a knitting needle at who done it. Hmm. Who could have so, done it? So first of all, I think I'll I'll take this stab at it. Most likely it is someone we don't even know. So could be. Um maybe I one of the fans, question mark. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I think they did of, show one of the fans at the end. It looks, uh, they, I, I don't I know think their they showed four of them. They, showed, they showed all of them, them, but one was like yeah. smiling. I, I, it wouldn't shock me. It was one of the fans. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really like a, I don't know. It, it, it probably could be something we don't really know. Yep. So I will tell you, uh, that of the characters that we do know, I believe the most likely person to have committed this murder is cinda canning what the good uh good um you, you think it's going to be something along the lines of like she causes her own murders for like yes contest? i think i think this is her shtick mm, that'd be that'd be uh, interesting that's a good angle yeah uh i mean and, just, and especially the way it ends too with her being kind of like a not a nice person right right <laughs> so I mean, that kind of she gets the last line of the of season one right mm-hmm. uh and she's also there very quickly i mean how how does she know this is going to happen unless she caused it well <laughs> that's true uh, <laughs> that is true actually i mean yeah. I, I don't know how long they were in that building for like they might have like arrested them in the building and kept them there for like an hour or something or like you know it, maybe there's a time mm-hmm. jump that we was possible because there was a big crowd outside too like the fans were there which i guess they're always there um and so were all the people part of the building i i see what you're saying though yeah, and then the only other people that I'll throw out that we know uh, are Indeedy and Howard because of the way they behaved in the meeting toward Bunny. You know, Bunny threatened no, I Howard. I, I, I think those are red herrings, though. Uh, probably. Yeah, I something with the fans. Uh, they just they've got that. Um, they they need more. They need more content. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually a good angle. I didn't even think of. Yeah. Mine is purely like gut based, Mr. Sal. No, no, like true right oh, reason. Your gut tends to be correct somehow. So <laughs> good for you. It speaks to me, Mr. Sal. 
when it's hungry, it speaks. When it thinks it's a murderer, it speaks. It's very useful. <laughs> okay. Hey, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, I'm really you. helpful when I'm walking around. Yeah, it goes, oh, there's a murderer in the building. <laughs> and I, and I know. Oh, it's hysterical. Well, all right. Anything else you want to say about season one of Only Murders in the Building before we call it quits and I tell the listeners what happens next? I mean, we still got the recap. I'm excited for that. Uh, mm-hmm. Pleasant surprise for this, for this season. Looking forward to season two. And yeah, mm-hmm. very happy to have seen it. Awesome. I'm really glad to hear that because I've, I'm going to feel really bad someday when I recommend a series and we go through it and you hate it the whole like the whole way through. It's like torture for you. <laughs> oh, <isn't> this? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, Michelle, I'll be honest with you, I didn't even finish this episode. I just couldn't stand it. <laughs> that's what maybe that's what oh, come man. to you. we'll see i would maybe. love that if i did that one episode up so i gave up halfway to the episode <laughs> oh man I, I don't even know how i would react like what do you do do we say we'll just stop doing the series or do we say uh you know well play on uh, i hope i hope you like the next one better i i, I, don't, I don't i don't know we'll have to see if we ever cross that hurdle mr so i hope we don't but at any rate folks you are hearing this on an, on a, at a weird time. We've been dropping Only Murders in the Building podcasts on Thursdays. This one is on Monday. Do you know why? Because on Thursday, we are dropping our Only Murders in the Building season one recap, where we go through all 10 episodes and rank them from our least favorite to our favorite. We will also talk about our favorite and least favorite titles, and we might discuss uh, the, the deaths a little bit. Characters will miss the most most shocked to see die and so forth but uh, i think there are only like three deaths in the season so i'm not sure if it's, it's if it's worth doing that or not i'll have to think about that but regardless that will be coming to you on thursday only murders in the building season one recap just in time for only murders in the building season two episodes one and two are both dropping on the same day They both are dropping on June 28th, which is next Tuesday, June 28th, 2022. We will have coverage of those two episodes together. And we're going to, we're in a little bit of a predicament because uh, we also have uh, Better Better Call Saul starting in just a couple of weeks, starting back up again. So uh, we have to, we're going to continue dropping Better Call Saul on Thursdays. Uh, and only murders and building. We're, we're going to try something new here. We've we haven't deviated from our schedule really since we started the podcast over two years ago. But we're going to drop only murders in the building coverage on Sundays before the next episode. So the episodes will be dropping on Hulu on Tuesdays. We will be dropping our coverage of those episodes the following Sunday to give you just a couple days before the new episode to listen to our coverage. So I hope that works out uh, and we'll, we'll be posting it on you know, Twitter, uh, Reddit, etc. Yeah, it's great for your, it's great for the listeners to get, to get it a day early. Look at that. They fleeced us, <laughs> Mr. Sal. They fleeced us on this one. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, anyway. All right. So I hope that that's not too confusing, but just stay, you know, subs- here's a, a really easy way to make sure that you keep getting our episodes. Subscribe subscribe that's a good solution mr sal <laughs> follow so whatever your podcast app of choice set uses you know whatever term it is subscribe follow whatever uh do that so that you get 
the episodes as we drop them. Uh, in the meantime, you can email us at showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. You can uh, f- follow us on YouTube and Twitter. We're all over the place. Please share the podcast around. Tell your friends and neighbors, especially if you live in a murder building. <laughs> uh, no, please don't involve us in a murder building in fact but that'd be good content mr sal that'd be good content it might be good content it might be but uh spread the podcast around we we love getting new listeners we love those five-star reviews we love to hear from you and folks just remember we are all connected we are all tim kono